0: Welcome to the You Can Be Unstoppable podcast. My name is Evelina Szczoblecka, your host and certified hypnotherapist. In this podcast, I will share with you how to tap into the power of your subconscious mind. I intend to share with you how learning How to use the power of your subconscious mind can help you to create a successful and abundant life with ease. How to connect with yourself while fostering a healthy relationship with your body and mind. Tapping into the power of the subconscious mind will help you to learn how to manage your emotions, become more resilient and present, In all of your relationships, self-love and self-worth are the keys to the kingdom of success and abundance, to happy and healthy life on your terms. Morning everyone to another episode of You Can Be Unstoppable and today's guest is Laura Belcher hope i say that right (laughs) correct me if i didn't she's a business mentor and i've got so many questions to you because as a fairly still a young business owner of my own business i've got lots of questions good (laughs) far away for you awesome so laura so As a business mentor, you speak about clarity, vision, finding your what I call dharma, which is your inner calling. And how important do you think that is when we own a business and in general in life, knowing what is our calling, knowing what we want from life?
1: I think it is the most important thing that we have all missed. And I promise you this, guys, anyone that's listening that's got a business, I tell you because I learned the hard way. I built a company that wasn't as we call from purpose. Mm. And what I truly understood is that when we look and we look around at the most successful businesses, they really do lead with purpose like Apple led, leads with like a very strong vision with purpose mm. and like are the same like there's a lot of forefront and the reason why this is important is because when you strip away human beings really we will all want to be a part of something where we are we feel like we're contributing to something bigger than us and I promise you this guys because if you're listening going nah I'd have just like some money to be fair yeah. I just that <laughs> I've been there I was there my whole life and I'm still there you know like it's okay for us to ask the universe for money if you're a spiritual person or just want money like it's okay obviously does offer us freedom but um, I'll I'll quickly tell you a small example of why this might make more sense Mm. that if business as we know is isn't kind of like a nine to five thing business you know it's the irony isn't it that everyone quits their nine to five and then they start a business and work 24 hours a day it, yeah. that is the irony of business however and i know that from building a property business and and so on so that really was 24 hours a day because we were managing tenants and it was really us it was like a hundred we had we turned over 100 tenants at one point and with a very very small team But the reason why this is important is because if you want to also have a fulfilled, happy life where we don't meet things like burnout, we don't meet things like hustle, we don't meet things like resentfulness, we don't wake up one day thinking, do you know what, this is a bit draining now? And that is where business falls. That is where we take the eye off the ball. That is where you'll lose money. That is where we lack motivation that is when you'll lack a good vibration to be able to attract the right tenants for you well if you've got property business tenants but the right clients (laughs) for you the right customers for you right and giving you that example is literally like this is how I see it so say for instance you want to start like there's there's two people that want to start a business tomorrow and there's Um, a lady called Mary, and Mary says, you know what, I've got a great idea. I've seen that I can buy pens on Alibaba for like 2p a pen. So I can create a really good markup there. I know marketing, I know business we can scale it on Instagram, we can scale it on social platforms, we can scale it on TikTok and we can get sales. Like I know how I can like add a hook to this pen and like make it funny or make it great and I can sell a lot. Brilliant. Okay, well done, Mary. That That's going to that's create a business. It's going to create money. Um, yeah, brilliant. And then you have Lisa and Tina and Lisa and Tina um, basically... Um, go out on a holiday to Marrakesh and they get kidnapped and they get taken away and they are literally like kidnapped for five days and they literally are are believing that this this could be it like there's no way out and in the corner of the room they find this pen right they just find this pen and it's like beneath the cabinets why I didn't see it to begin with and they've they've wrote a sign of like help or something on the curtain and it's out there and they get saved they get saved. And so you see how that becomes purpose. And those two women leave and go, Do you know what? We never understood the value of a pen. That actually saved our lives. It saved our lives. Like that, it actually saved our lives. And so yeah. that is what we call purpose. Purpose can come at different points in our life, I believe. I think it can evolve. I feel like it, we've westernized it to be this complex. Um, glamorized thing, which is why so many people get stuck and they overthink purpose. But purpose can really be from what you've known, from what you've been through, what you care about, what you're passionate about. That could be caring, that could be nurturing. Now, I truly believe me and my mum have these conversations. I believe my mum, her purpose in this lifetime was to be a mother. Mm-hmm. I really like every part of her being when you watch her is to nurture to mother she was a nurse as well but like the way she is with like her grandchildren and stuff grandchildren I watch it and I'm like everything you do in your being having a higher awareness of watching that person roll I'm like it, it's crazy how that is it so like I say there's no wrong or right there's no small or big but what I'm saying is those two businesses right that first business I can't even remember the name i think it was mary but basically the alibaba gate right yeah that will be easy to sell a thousand pens and you know what will motivate them? the money coming in whoa that's great do you know what will motivate them Fifty thousand pens lovely but you know what after three years of dealing with people that don't really care about pens but they're there because you don't mm. care about pens you care about money you care about scaling they don't really care about the business it's going to get a little bit you know and then And guess what one of the manufacturers goes down and we've got to find a new one that all becomes what I call force that becomes a contrived way of working Mm -hmm. you're actually exchanging your time for money yeah
0: you
1: you never entered something you truly love and are passionate about so you might in is in a way just go and get a job so you have to figure out what you want from business you have to figure out why you're doing it the other two girls guess what they never get bored about telling that story and guess Mm -hmm. what every time they bring someone into that business, they care about the story because they're attracting the same energy as them, that they believe that this could save lives. And actually they believe that the value of a pen has purpose. Do you see what Mm -hmm. I mean? Guess what? They are the ones that go on big. They are the ones that keep striving. They are ones that have an infinite goal, infinite vision, and they can keep moving forward. And of course, business gets hard sometimes and they'll have days when they're like, God, how do we manage this cash flow, Or how do we manage what's coming next and we don't know about that who can we ask but guess what they will always go back into their heart energy and find the motivation to keep going and I promise you if you're looking for not just money but happiness too you need to pick that
0: one that's so important what what you said and I think and I was there myself when we search for something so desperately that energy behind it is desperation frustration
1: 100%. That's when
0: we don't find what we're looking for. Yeah. Because we are so well, the energy behind, behind it. it. Yes. Exactly. Like...
1: Because you're just feeling like you're you're lost behind or you feel like you are you're you're not getting what society believes is the most abundant thing, which could be money, it could be freedom, it could be status, it could be validation. And as you say, you're gonna just be working for it for the wrong reasons.
0: Yeah, and, then, and then obviously the way society is that we do need money to live. Unfortunately, we all need money to feed ourselves. But if this is only the driving force, then we never really actually find a true purpose. Because if it's not lighting us up, then is it really your true purpose? And other thing I think people get really lost and confused. It doesn't have to be a massive, grandiose yeah her purse i've seen videos of a lady from mexico and i don't know i'm guessing she's probably in her 60s 70s like if you imagine like my grandma you know in her apron and cooking in a like very old school mexican kitchen she had something like five million followers on really youtube true. because she was doing what she was passionate yeah. about which absolutely. was cooking yeah And guess what?
1: She doesn't have to think about creating content every day because that's who she is. That's what she does. And this is the thing. And it's, you know, I'm really strict in the people that I work with. And I'm so grateful for the people that I do get to work with and help on their journey. But I'm very, very, very connected
0: to... um, We got disrupted there. But that gives me the opportunity to segue from the episode and talk to you about an amazing masterclass that's coming up next Sunday, 2nd of October at 5 p.m central european time or 8 a.m pst and it's all about flashing out all the biggest self-sabotaging pattern that you can have and that negative thought that nasty habit will kill any dream quicker than you can blink imagine navigating your day making decisions showing up in your soul aligned business from a place of inner peace clarity, confidence, self-trust. How cool is that? So register now, there is going to be a link in the description of this episode. And now we're going to go back to the episode.
1: Yeah, that's it. So you obviously you just mentioned that lady who got millions and millions of views on her video, and L, like an elderly lady who wasn't even thinking about going viral she wasn't even it wasn't for that validation of a follower she wasn't creating for followers she wasn't creating for likes she was creating out of her heart out of her authenticity and that is exactly it you know and even when my clients get lost or my clients are really struggling um i just take them back into the i'll take them back on that path i take them back into their heart energy and we just really sit back again and figure out why they're doing this who is it for and why is it so important you know and I I think that is exactly it I do truly believe there is there is unfortunately elements of the algorithm that does favor certain different things on different platforms there is but I don't think that that wins anymore I don't I think authenticity wins every time and consistency you know um, and I think it's and I think the irony of that is because human beings see themselves in it or they see, they they feel vulnerability and they feel warmth in it because then they see someone being themselves and then it allows them to be themselves. And that's all we really want to be, which goes back to purpose.
0: But that's where being really true, authentic self is really important because you're going to attract your tribe, the people that really resonate with your energy and what you stand for. Because... For the most part, most of us we don't understand energy. We 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 can feel it, we sense it. We yeah. probably not even consciously aware of it, but we can we just know that we like this person. We just know that we somehow drawn to this person for some reason.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's been suppressed, hasn't it? And this is the thing that yeah. you know. Again, if you're not into different energies or whatever, like when we look at the bigger picture, that's what we would resonate with and and talk about the feminine and talk about the feminine mm. rising because. Femininity is softness, it is vulnerability, yeah. it is um, honesty and trust and surrender. And and the thing is, is that we've built a world based on masculinity, which led at the time, and it probably saved lots of different things at the time and created lots of different things at the time, but it's led to a very toxic place, which is why I think I said this, Evelina, when we were together, you know, yeah. the, I, I don't believe that it's a coincidence that the, the, the highest rate of death in the uk for middle-aged men is suicide and yeah. i think because women have coded in a toxic way and in a masculine way to lead mm. to be but men like they have no idea on on how to bring in femininity at times you know like especially older generations i believe mm. you know like they really They really don't know how to, and and that's why it's sad. And actually with that balance and the rising of us being our most authentic self and coming back to these places, um, I think it will do wonders for humanity. I think that's actually where we need to go.
0: Absolutely. I agree because that's something I really needed to learn and I'm still very much on my journey, bringing that feminine side of me because I really accepted that masculine way of being. You have to work hard. You have to hustle. You have to achieve to prove to yourself in order to you know, be successful. And you and I remember from a very early age where I was just in a doing, very masculine energy, completely forgot about my femininity, that intuition, that power. And now in the recent years where I'm slowly stepping into it and rediscovering my femininity, that feminine energy, intuition, that gut feeling and listening to myself, I feel like I'm finally stepping into my authentic self because I embodied both sides of me because we all, men and women, have feminine and masculine energy. And I think that it's not talked enough about mm-hmm. that actually men do have feminine energy in them as well. And some of us are more feminine, some masculine, that goes both for men and women. But what is true to you? And I think us, as women, inherently, we've got amazing intuition. Yeah. We just, we're not, just not using it because we've been taught that it's all about living up here. And so many of us live from the neck up. Yeah. Forgetting that actually that hard energy, the intuition, that feminine energy is actually a very important part.
1: Absolutely. Well, it's like survival, isn't it? Right? And it's like learned behaviour. So when we look at the planet we were born into, everything at the top was masculine. Mm. And whether that was female or male in gender, it was masculine energy. So even when we look at, you know, the first politician, the first prime minister in the UK that was female, she was fully Mm -hmm. masculine, toxic masculine. So she never was there um, leading with her feminine traits Mm -hmm. and this is the thing so you're absolutely right and and that's it and then when we talk about the layering of like racism or we talk about you know the layering of classism or the privileged systemic oppression ladder at the top still is the white male so it it, you know and that's what it was led and built on so it is it is and and they were leading it from a toxic masculine place it was never Mm -hmm. there was never any feminine femininity in it and as you say um i think this is where we've got stuck as well and lost is that femininity and masculinity isn't gender based no it's human based we actually Mm -hmm. all need a little bit of both and as you say it's what's true to you but we do need that otherwise Mm -hmm. we cannot cope because we are humans
0: Mm -hmm. it's very unhealthy if we talk about expressing emotions because that's where that softness feminine energy comes in because i think men sometimes don't think like they can fall apart that they can express emotions can have a moment of weakness
1: absolutely but this is what we've done so as much as they are they hold those privileges that's their detriment to them which is really sad and it's you know it's why we need to all wake up and have more awareness and we need to stop glamorizing this culture of hustling and glamorizing this culture of you know you need to work 12 12 hours a day in the 5am club like all of that really Mm -hmm. kills my heart because I just think a time is an illusion like it's something that we've made up which is cool and it's fine even if you don't believe in that but it really just is the sun you know goes up and the sun goes down and, and you know and we're we're led for this fast-paced um impatient culture like and and it just makes me sad because I do truly believe and I believe this by watching people's businesses grow and mm-hmm. being a part of their journey building into seven figure businesses like having seven years of business experience myself the the honor truly is in the process it's not in the outcome
0: yeah
1: and it's so hard to get your head around that because we are so so socialized to believe in the end goal we're so socialized to keep and that's why we rush that's why we like running but actually you're running to something that there is no fanfare there there's no like fulfillment injection there where all of a sudden you gain more happiness or gain more fulfillment it's brilliant you know if it's a milestone that means a lot to you but you're still going to be you every like you're still going to get up you're going to brush your teeth in the same way you're going to i promise you it's so strange and sometimes with more success becomes more pressure and actually with more success becomes more i I think if you're not working on yourself and really bringing in that femininity mm-hmm. of like thinking about what you want and all of those things, the more success you can get can highlight how you're really empty. Yeah. Because you keep, because if you keep placing all the things that you think are going to make you fulfilled or happy on those things, like reaching a certain amount of money in your business or reading, a, you know, getting an amount of contracts or so on when you do get those things and you realize it's not there, that's frightening. Because you're like, shit, where does this come from now? How can no. I do this?
0: Absolutely, because not a of success and achievement. And as you said, it's lovely to achieve all those goals because I can be goal-driven. I've run half marathons and achieved mountains and yeah. stuff. It's like, yeah, brilliant. I got it. It's like amazing, that sense of achievement. But at the same time, happiness, the sense of fulfillment, the sense of I'm worthy and enough, it comes from inside of me. Because no amount of achievement can fill that empty cup. If I have beliefs and stories, patterns in me that tell me, actually, I'm not good enough. I can achieve. And if I don't stop to celebrate that achievement and say, well, actually, I'm really good regardless whether I achieve that or not. It's brilliant that I did and I can celebrate it. But I'm inherently enough and worthy and so many of us i don't think we feel this and we go as far as lying to ourselves yeah yeah we create coping mechanisms we don't want to look at it yeah we keep telling stories to ourselves and we're in this vicious loop of of frustration disappointment failures that perpetuate that loop even further because if we fail we're going to say oh i knew that i'm not enough i knew that i can't Pull this off. What would you say to that? I, I just think it's I think you're really right. And I think that is why
1: having moments with yourself and really really, really mm-hmm. thinking about why you're doing what you're doing is so important because you're right. I think we we are socialized from a very young age in this Western world to and even if you don't live in the western world we are in it because we're so connected by social media and yeah everybody's like they're they're idolizing it they're trying to get up this ladder towards it you know um I just think if you're sitting in that too much what happens what happened to me is that you layer this armor up you layer Mm -hmm. it up and then what happens is that to really try and find the happiness and fulfillment you've got to strip it all back again so I would just say you know if you really are feeling like we're resonating with you and you're listening to this and you feel that you do distract and you do feel that like you go for the short wins, and you think oh you know I can't wait for the weekend or it's fine because I've got this holiday look I'm looking forward to and all those things all of that stuff's okay and great but I would really like I think the biggest lesson for this was COVID so Mm. I stress test yourself and I'd go okay cool if we shut all those doors am I okay am I okay do I think like, can I take myself for dinner on my own and and still feel like I can have a nice time? If that person lets me down, have I got an expectation that my happiness sits with them? Or do I believe that I could still have a nice, happy time? It might be a bit different, but I could still have a happy, nice time if I went to that thing on my own, because that was my shift. That's where I started to find myself where, I started to travel on my own and things like that. And I was like, oh my God, I actually am having a lovely time. Like, I yeah. really a time. And then the next time I was like, I don't even want to invite anyone. And, you yeah. know, and, and not from a toxic place, because obviously that can be kind of toxic too if we're shutting everyone yeah. out as coping mechanisms. But, you know, from a place of gratitude that I'm so grateful for what the people I love in my life offer me and give me. But at the same time, it can't be a, um, yeah, it definitely can't be this. Thing where you allow yourself to walk through life giving away your power mm-hmm. and just being in like everything is on something else or somebody else i just think that's that's just super super dangerous and and again this isn't easy this isn't easy work guys trust me like it took me three decades to even look at myself around it and i've always shown up as a confident independent person i still travel on my own as in getting the buses and like you know train and travel i even flew on my own i lived in a different country on my own but i still wasn't fully alone no See what I mean? Like, and I realised that, or, or I could do it, but it was like I was waiting. Like, yeah. are you waiting to meet someone? Are you are you on your own and you're waiting to until your friend's free to do things? Like, are you waiting? Or are you just enough right now? Are you happy enough right now? And all those other things are just an amplification of your happiness, then they're just they're just additions because that's what it should feel like, the second mm-hmm. one. And if it doesn't. I would just really challenge yourself. You have to look at it. There's no other way of doing it. You have to do, and I'll just do it one step at a time. You don't have to talk to anyone about it. You, you know. could, and What I find that's really easy is that journaling, you know, helped me a lot. And, and it's almost like sometimes a lot of this stuff, as you say, it's the story we tell ourselves. So a lot of this stuff is, is from what's happened in our life or what we've seen. It's our learned habits, our belief systems and so on. So it could just start with like journaling to yourself by saying, do you know what? I really would love to go for dinner on my own, but, um, that's just weird. And like, and then write about why you think it's weird, because mm-hmm. actually it's only stuff that people's told us Like, it you know, if people, if you like to go for dinner in general, you would love to go for dinner on your own. You'd love the ability to feel like you are enough and you're having a truly, truly not performative, but you're having truly a nice time. Like you, you're enjoying the aspects of what that means. It's like, I really, I talk to myself a lot because I just think, you know, we talk to everyone else. We're meant to love ourselves the most. Why don't we talk to us a bit as well? You know, it's my birthday coming up and I was like, right, I'm going to buy myself a nice present. Like, why isn't that been normalized? Because we're meant to love ourselves the most. And we're so generous and, you know, it's so normalized to gift everybody else. And, and 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 then the expectation as an internal bias, and that obviously can be different things. Is that people buy us gifts on our birthday? Well, you know, then why aren't we? Just see what I mean? I just think everything's set against us in this way of what we've built, with what we've been born into, to not love ourselves the most, or not believe in ourselves the most, or not to think that we're worthy, but yeah it's a real dangerous path if you're looking for fulfillment and happiness in your lifetime and I would just definitely start by taking those moments of pausing and looking mm-hmm. at and just just having more awareness even if you start by by work work like almost walking through life so the next couple of weeks I'll just challenge yourself and um just have an awareness so in everything you do like when you go to work do i did I what did i enjoy about that workplace conversations you mm-hmm. have your friends. What, what am I talking about when I'm not being paid? What am I talking about? What am I researching when it's my free time? What am I actually passionate about? What about, you know, what's the subject that someone talks about that I have to be a part of? Like, I need to talk about that because that is where you'll start to find your purpose. You'll start to find your right room. You'll start to find your authentic self. You'll start to find, and it's hard because, you know, you might be faced with a different way of, earning money you might be yeah. faced with a different way of communicating you might be faced with a different way of your friendship groups or you know your partners but it doesn't have to be all at once but when you're brave think, enough,
0: you your know way. that's what scares people because they have to do something different Absolutely. in order to create something different and one way to figure out is i think, journaling it's a great way meditation silence if you surround yourself with people all the time then for me that's a light bulb because why are you f- afraid to be on your own yeah if that scares you what is the story you tell yourself and you know like even the example with the dinner you gave say oh it's weird but why is weird who says is weird where did you get that from yeah questioning yourself and digging deeper because this is how we discover our true authentic self and as you said we pick up so many messages, stories and beliefs. I, I call it domestication, call it as you want, but we all born with no beliefs and no stories. We pick them somewhere. Yeah. And we are set up for a huge amount of failure as women because we feel that we have to be those super women. We have to be all to everyone, the best mother, wife, daughter, sister, while we build business and juggling million things at the same time, completely forgetting that actually we matter too. My health matters, what I want matters. It's okay to ask for help, it's yeah. okay to fall apart. It's, I don't know if you know Esther Perel, and she's um, a relationship coach. I, don't um, I um, love I love I think. And, you know, she, she talks about that we used to had a whole village that was fulfilling our needs. So if you had children, uh, you had other mothers helping you. So you were switching around. So let's say if you had seven mothers, everyone was looking after the children one week, uh, you know, one day per week, let's say. Hmm. Um, so then you had six days to yourself and your partner. Wasn't filling all your needs because that's not realistic. And I think that's part of the problem today as well. We've got, you know, husbands, partners, boyfriends, and we want everything from them and they want everything from us. It's very difficult to be everything to everyone. And that also starts from self. If I'm happy on my own, truly on my own, like as you say, then I don't need the other person for my happiness. I choose to be with the other person because i love them i want to be with them not because i need them to make me happy
1: yeah it's it's literally like the most healthiest relationships i feel like as well we've romanticized what that is too Mm -hmm. that's where like i've really learned a lot in the last 10 years and watching my close friends around me too is that we romanticize especially when oxytocin plays a part
0: yeah you
1: know, like the romantic rush and the excitement of that, it kind of like can really fool us. <laughs> and Once <laughs> like you felt it a few times, you get used to feeling it. So you're like, okay, cool. I know what this means. It's not that like this person is my forever and everything and everything else goes away. This is oxytocin. I see it. I understand. Could be a mixture of other things in there mm-hmm. too. Um, you know, it's great. But as you say, it's actually like, the most authentic relationships are the ones where nobody needs anything from anybody you're just really grateful for one another and it's an amplification so it's not an expectation you know like otherwise as soon as you do that it just becomes very toxic well I think it can become very toxic I don't think that that is what a healthy relationship is but as you say you know we we want for these things and all of this stuff it's really interesting though talking about the village that's really interesting i wonder if that was like more of a cultural thing or if that was really just the way that women were hundreds of
0: years ago I think in the past it was more of a the way we left it was more of a community-based living because i think now we live especially in the bigger cities like you are in London, in those big block of flats or neighbors. And we don't even know who our neighbors. The way I grew up, everyone knew about everyone. And you could easily go to your neighbor and ask for a cup of sugar or eggs or everything or ask your neighbor to look after your children. But I grew up in a different reality altogether, uh, being Polish and being born still well, Poland was very much a part of a communist system and a Soviet Union. But that's how we used to live. And if you look even further back, communities were set up around women. Women were the ones that were in charge. Yeah. We are part of the universe. We are energy and, you know, moon affects us and the way our cycle works and everything. And we live in such a neck up society where it's all about logic and we completely dim- dismiss the fact that we are all connected energetically
1: yeah we
0: energetic beings yeah and I think this is bring the COVID kind of bringing bringing this up I think people oh re-evaluate God. how they left and what's important yeah well all the they don't want to be, to be community
1: you know, yeah like- they don't
0: want to be community two hours one way and then back and then basically never see the kids. Yeah because they can work from home, see them in the morning, you know, let them go to school and be there when they back and they can work in the middle and they can be as productive if not more productive. And because I think at the end of the day you know on a deathbed, I think there was a study done some time ago when they said you know what people were saying what well, they were regretting? No one said I wanted to work more and make more money. They were like, I wanted to spend more time with my family, with my kids. I wanted to see them growing up. Funny, you know, I was listening to a podcast a while back and I
1: heard they interviewed a lady on this kind of topic around. She used to do a lot of the, um, I forgot what they call it, Um, when it's like end-of-life care, basically. Mm -hmm. She spoke to a lot of people, obviously, in that state, And she basically said that, the majority of the answers that she got was um people just feeling regretful that they didn't live their life for themselves yeah so it wasn't authentic it was for everything else it was for everybody else so in terms of like you know with that mentality and stuff in terms of like when we think about the community base and now we are in a place where women have to show up as like superhumans if um yeah it's, it's interesting because I always feel like how can we make how can we change this to make it better and how can we bring more awareness to men without Mm. kind of like because isn't it it's like I feel like for a long time a lot of women don't say anything because it's almost like we feel like we're complaining or we feel like we're going to be gaslit so our reality will be warped slightly so it's like how can we make change around this like how can women like remove the imposter syndrome more. like how can we bring more awareness to men so they know what it's like to feel or just to have more awareness and understanding of of what that's like you know
0: i think it takes courage to be really true to yourself because you you cannot force anyone to change it doesn't work like that it all starts from self and people whether it's called mirroring as well people automatically mirror your behavior and if you show up the way you want others to show up and if your husband or partner doesn't reciprocate that then the bigger question is is this relationship for you yeah because you can you you can moan and complain and and you know keep asking like why are you not doing this but this is not the way to go because he's probably going to just not do it and the relationship just going to go and refer that apart but if you uh, honest how do you want this relationship to be and show up your full hundred percent the way you want it to be and if he then reciprocate and asks and you have communication and she shows up awesome but if he doesn't and that goes to work as well if you show up the way you want to be treated in a workplace and if the workplace is toxic and doesn't work so then the bigger question is like if this for me or shall I look for another job and what that's where the tricky part comes in because you have to deal with the consequences because that may mean you may need to leave that relationship or that job and that obviously comes with you know we all know what that comes with absolutely so I Are think we, it takes a I, lot of courage yeah I, I think you're absolutely right but how can we
1: how can we like stop those how can we kind of like com- how can we become together more as humans to understand one another a bit better? Do you see what I mean? So it's like, Mm. I think you're absolutely right. I feel like on our side, it's learning. It's the courage card more so. And I, I think having awareness of, of all of the things that we've been, Told in our stories to believe is our story that isn't true, that's limiting us. But it's like, how do we get to the top of the systemic mm. chain? How do we get to the white man? How do we get to the director, the CEO? That to see what I mean, like, how do we get there to, for them to have an awareness of what it's like to not be as privileged as them?
0: Well, I guess the, the one thing we can do is obviously speak up, like we do right um, now. Problem is, everybody they don't want to lesson because some people are blissfully unaware and they want to stay there that's privilege and there's very little we can do about that because you cannot force anyone to see your perspective they need to be open to see someone else's point of view and everyone's got their idea and model of reality and i think that again takes courage because it took courage for me to look at myself and say "Well, actually a lot of this stuff i dealt with a total you know bs stories that I am and I was fighting for my limitations you know I was very good at holding on to my own crap for very long and I'm still probably holding to some of my stuff because if you're not (laughs) ready to see it you're not going to see it and I've been working on myself for for a while and sometimes I hear something over and over and over and you know maybe heard it for 50 times and I was like and when it finally clicks it's like why I do not see earlier. <laughs> it's like That's it's so, so
1: obvious now. Lena you said there, like what you just said, that was brilliant when you said we're not you won't see it if you're not ready to see it.
0: Hmm.
1: And it's so true, isn't it? Because sometimes again you have to I think this is a game of growth too is you have to understand that people can't come along the journey with you that's really difficult so it's like you might step into these things yourself and then you might start doing this but the more I meditate and the more I do find the answers myself (laughs) even when they're not the ones you want to like hear you're like oh that's interesting oh you feel envy around that or jealousy around that that's a weird one Laura but it's okay we'll unpack it and deal with it and it's interesting because I feel like the energy exchange or friends change or like relationships can adjust or change because the way you communicate changes to see what I mean. Yeah. So that's another thing too, as you say, like we're only, we're only ready to see stuff when we are ready to see stuff, but mm-hmm. I don't think you should ever be frightened of going into that more and then trying to maneuver your life around that and with you for safety. I think it's like, again, finding the tribe, isn't it? I think you'll be shocked at how much when you dive into the things you're interested about, or if you are on the edge and you do want to do more of this stuff and learn more about yourself and and just be happier, have a calmer life, be less anxious if, if you want those things and um, be brave enough to, like, you know, dig deep and like look into different things of doing that, like meditation, as you say, breath work, yoga. Like, I never believed yoga would help me like that. I did yoga mm. when I was younger, I never saw it like that. And even meditation stuff, and I feel like again, it's kind of, it feels like a little bit like um, that world is a bit hippie and stuff, but it's not. I just actually think it's part of being a human. As you say, even if it's just being silent with yourself, just be silent for 10 minutes. Can you do
0: that? I think you know what it is. We Because we are being taught to left from the neck out from yeah. a very early young age, even as simple as doing a yoga session, it takes us out from here, from our head, and drop us down to our heart because we are focusing we are narrowing that focus on what we are doing of that yoga and yoga with the movement with the breath work helps us to reconnect with our heart energy and i think that's what's so powerful about it because that's almost a form of hypnosis because you are focusing on something it's a narrow focus and with movement and breath work, yoga's got that power so of helping you to reconnect with yourself. So you're not thinking about your to-do list and you're not thinking about your cats and your business and the things that you need to do. You are present and aware in a moment. And yeah, I think that's what's missing out of in our head,
1: doesn't it? Yeah. yeah,
0: it takes us out of our head. and I think that's what's missing in today's society because we are taught from a very early age be mm-hmm. up in our heads and and as business owners that's where that feminine energy is missing because okay what well, logically makes sense but your gut feeling your heart, is like mm, i don't know about that and you're like no 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 this makes sense i'm gonna do it mm-hmm. and inside you just feel like mm, no i don't think so and you dismiss this because you've been taught to be successful and driven and go yeah. after the next thing you and know, there's another really good example that has come to me in
1: business that literally backs up exactly what you said there and why it is lacking and why success comes when we can listen to that moral comfort, mm-hmm. that intuition. Because one of my, um, somebody I worked very close with a couple of years ago, they, they had a big following on social media, but they wanted to build a clothing range. And um, at the time that they knew their 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 purpose was that they wanted to build it in such a way. It wasn't so much their purpose, I don't think, but their mission within their purpose mm. and why they were creating it. So their why within what they were doing and why they were creating clothing was to mimic what they loved is, you know, and it wasn't mm-hmm. about selling so basically their dream was to have it in a retailer called selfridges which is um a big like our probably our biggest department store other than harrods yeah. in the UK. it's very well known sometimes around the world and stuff but basically um and and we were literally on a we were this is a true story it's 2018 and we was on like a curb talking about this idea and um anyway two very young girls but very strong belief systems very strong belief systems and that's what I see in them and that's why I see in the people that take the vision and they don't get short sighted they don't go for the short wins now um along that way was was tough at times and everything else but they were offered so much money by other small fashion brands to do this on their behalf so many but they said to them and all of these men and all of these successful, experienced business people said to these two young girls, no, 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 it's not going to work because your audience is too young. They will not pay free figures for clothing. Yeah. They will not pay it. And they said, we do not care because we don't believe in that. We believe in this. This is what we want to create. This is what we believe in. And we know that if we do the short win and we take all of your money, yeah. we won't get to selfages. And they had the ability at that age they were very young at the time I'm, I'm thinking I, I reckon like 19 22 the two of them or mm-hmm. like 21 22 around that because I've known them for a few years and worked with them in enough of with different things but basically um and guess what they got to Selfridges two years later
0: hmm
1: don't even I think they've done it quicker than that I think it was a year and a half
0: and and that's why the beliefs are so important what you tell yourself what you believe because the intuition
1: in them they knew they knew at that point but if we'd gone into left-hand brain if we'd gone up into our head we would have gone money yeah lovely let's use someone else's yeah actually they're right if we look at the statistics if we go into strategy if we look at our following they are really young this isn't going to work they're not going to have that money
0: no and that's where looking at yourself is so important because if something doesn't work in your life or it's something that you don't have it's like okay can I examine my beliefs and the stories that I'm telling myself about this? Is there something there that I can unpack?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, am I actually looking for validation here? Am mm. I looking for validation? Am I looking for a short win? Am I looking to, you know, am I looking for that a round of applause for, for, for to my parents? Because I feel like maybe they never, I, I'm because, you know, is it that the success I want to give to myself because I want to give back to them is, is that what I'm putting so much pressure yeah. on this around you know yeah or is a
0: success because that's the only time when I've been acknowledged and seen by my parents when I was absolutely. young and how I validate success with being worthy and enough exactly but that takes some unpacking and asking yeah. questions it does that's a journey it is a journey oh, absolutely yeah. I'm still unpacking like people it's so yes because you know. it's a layer it's like an onion we've been layered and layered beliefs on top of beliefs so it, it takes a bit of time to unpack it moving on <laughs> changing the direction a bit what are your top three tips to stop overthinking because I think that is a big one for a lot of us well first of all
1: I would say we need to acknowledge what overthinking is I think it's when we come too far away from ourselves so the first thing when I find myself overthinking as we all do Even when, you know, we've got our purpose and we've got our vision and we've got our mission, normally overthinking comes from when we're not grounded. Mm -hmm. So it's it's basically, it could be that we've watched too much social media and we're thinking that's a good idea. Actually, maybe i try that next. Or we're thinking, oh my God, I know that person and they've just put their money there and that worked. Oh my God, that's a great idea. Maybe I should do that. I know I was thinking about doing this, but maybe I should do that because this one isn't working so much. Or it's that feeling of overthinking normally comes into play when we're too much in our head, we're not in our heart. So I personally think in those moments, you need to get really quiet. When we when you're overthinking something, you need to pause and you need to get really quiet. So that's either with literally physically. So quiet as in don't don't like literally put that project down for one mm. second. It might be like just a day, it might be an hour, it might be a week, you know, you just need time. You have to be, you need to take your power back. Overthinking is when we've given our head too much chaos, we need to find the calmness and trust in the process more. So that is the, that's the femininity that needs to come in. So the first thing I would do is really honestly, like pause, pause, even if as well, we're overthinking a situation with a friend, with a relationship with, pause, just pause. You need some time. Like you really do need some time. Um pause whatever it is put the project down put that down you need to come back come back to your drawing boards, and you need to come back to yourself truly you need to detach from the how you need to detach from the outcome you need to detach from what you know you're placing on that project or you're placing on that person and get really quiet so pause and then once you've had a little bit of time you feel ready to go back to it and you don't feel chaotic around it then I would honestly come back to yourself and write down. So if it was a relationship, I would then come back down to myself and go, as opposed to writing about that person or what's happened, I'd say, Mm -hmm. what do I believe in? What's important to me? What is, what are my flexible boundaries and what are my boundaries? What are my beliefs, my morals? And then you have to be really brave around what you're overthinking. You know, also sometimes we can overthink, I think a situational relationship because of previous trauma or previous belief system. So that's another thing why we need to pause, because you might go, actually, am I triggered by this? Because actually this happened a few years ago and I'm feared that they could do this again, yeah. because maybe that's not fair for me to be thinking about this situation this way. So it's basically getting quiet, getting grounded with your thoughts. So that's like the the techniques I would take somebody in one of my clients in straight away with something like that. Again, if it was business, you need to do the same. But you need to do it from a place of, why did I start this? What is important? As opposed to thinking about 100 customers, who is my ideal customer? Who is that person I truly want to help? Why did I start this? Who is that client that I really want to help? Go back to that. Go back to yourself and keep on your path. You know, like, I, what, the reason why I'm so passionate about what I do and why I know it's so important because my mentor did it for me, really helped me see sight in it, is that, Having a like a incredible incredible foundation in your messaging in business is what will make you win forever. I truly believe that all the time you want to be doing this and you feel the same about that messaging. Um, and the reason why I say that is because it's literally like what you just said. It's literally if we saw it in an analogy, if you built a house, right, so everyone can build a house, say, which yeah. is like building a business. And then what normally happens is they come to me and they want to build it bigger or they want to build fancy extensions or they want to build lovely interior. And I'm like, okay, cool. Let me look at your foundations first. Can it hold it? Cause I don't think it can. Cause I can see how much you're overthinking. I can see how much you're going in and out of doubt and fear every day. I can see when you're on your wins, you're at a 10. And then when you're having a day and you're panicking about sales that month, you're going down into a two. I want to stabilize you. The way I stabilize you is by giving you a foundation foundation. And that is what I don't think we've been taught enough. That is what we don't understand enough in business. And that is because we've socialized to want more, more, more and keep accelerating. But you will crack the foundations. The walls will crack. The house will fall at some point if you've not built an incredible foundation. And that is where then I will start accelerating with you. And and guess what? You'll feel calmness in it and you'll feel stability in it. And you'll know where we're going. And the way we create strategies is by we look at and we work into the heart exactly what we're going for, why we're going there, what does that look like, and then we create method backwards. Whereas everybody mm-hmm. wants strategy first. They want they want something to understand to go forward in.
0: Mm, that, that was a great advice. Yeah, I totally agree with this because if we don't have strong foundations, then the house will fall down. And when we're calm and present and really in a moment, Things are much easier because I think that's where things fall apart when we go up in our heads and it's like, oh, my God, what's happening? I don't know what to do. And it's fought, 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 fought. And things just crumble. So, okay, just take a pause a minute. And I love what you said about responding to other people, because I often say like, well, count backwards, go three, two, one, zero before you reply, because then you're going to get out of your head out of your automatic responses yeah, i would
1: challenge you to go from 20 to zero especially if, you're <laughs> yeah. a fire sign, especially if you're a fire sign you might need a little bit more there and yeah. you know we're all reactive and we all trigger we are all triggered but it is as you say it's, the pause is so important because it's having the awareness mm. to go am i reacting or am i responding yeah that's so two different things. I never learned that. We would never socialize to understand that as young people. And and you know, when you do it, it's a powerful thing. That's where strength is held. You know, whereas we are we are learned and we are taught this learned behavior to win. It's not about mm-hmm. winning in a situation or an argument or a, a you know, or anything like that. It's about coming back to yourself, pausing and going how do I want to show up how do I want to respond yeah. and how do I take back my power because in whatever I get in my response I'm kind of grounded in my expectation before I go into this
0: and I think what people don't know is like because we before we even make a decision the decision already has been made or before we respond the response has already been formed in our mind because the brain, the unconscious brain is so fast that as you're listening to someone, your brain already scans everything that happened to you, everything that you had, all your experiences. And before you even think, okay, this is what I wanna say, that's already been formed. So having a pause it gives you the chance to respond from the present moment what you actually want to say rather than from your past experiences, your triggers, everything that happened to you. This is the chance to break your patterns and your stories. I fully agree. Fully agree. And I mean, that's what's missing. We are not being taught. Like, I wish I was taught this when I was a young yeah. child because I would, you know, Probably avoid a lot of mistakes that I did in my life and in my relationships. You know, that's exactly it. And and people will think, you know, sometimes if
1: you're listening to thinking, well, is it all worth it? And do I need to do all that? Do you know what? You'll just have a lot less lessons. I, I hmm. truly believe. I think you'll find happiness quicker. You'll find yeah. yourself quicker. You'll find your calling quicker. Like you'll connect back to like real fulfillment quicker. You'll have like the abundance, the richness in your life that you, that we
0: all truly do want. Mm, Absolutely. Um, So you have been in business for seven years, if I'm correct. What is your biggest lesson, the biggest thing that you think that we really should know about?
1: I I honestly believe it's what I just explained to you. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, I know there's there's been a lot today. (laughs) It's so difficult to just name one. I, I feel like purpose and messaging. Mm-hmm. is everything actually in business and another story I'll tell you why that's so important is because I I see a lot of business owners especially at this time so if you're listening that you might resonate with this but a lot of accidental business owners which mm. is great but it's like if you feel like you're 20% out of your reach in business like that feeling I feel like you're in the right room it's always going to feel a little bit like that but I feel like if you feel like you're 70% of times and you're literally drowning, you're just surviving. That's where your foundations aren't built. And that's where we need to like do some work and you need it. You, you need some journey around that because I just remember doing it myself. And it's like, and I, and I know from so much experience of so many businesses around me mm-hmm. too, you know, like I'm really grateful that I've had the pleasure of building a lot of other businesses as well and seeing them successfully rise and, and how that looks and stuff and, um and yeah, business just isn't what you think it's going to be. It isn't just this acceleration. It really like moves up and comes down and moves up and comes down. And that's sometimes a journey you're always meant to go on. But I truly believe if you're looking for longevity, success in business and calmness and fulfillment and not feeling like resentful that you need to show up one day and not attracting a team that you don't believe in or don't believe in what you're doing, you need to go for the purpose stuff. You need to go for what you care about, what you're passionate about. Even if, guys, right, you're thinking, well, is there a lot of money in it? I promise you, money is everywhere. Money's an energy. Money will come when you go with that. Yeah. That's the that's actually the most easiest way, I truly believe, to attract money consistently, also when you mm-hmm. work on purpose when you work from passion and when you know where you're going, that's so important. And that's the messaging part.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because I think that money is energy and we're not being taught that at school. We've got so many stories about money and how to make money and wealthy people and the so on. I mean, that's that's a whole another conversation about that. Yeah. The social messaging about money. Just to, at the end, just to finish, I've got one final question for you what will be your top three things to become unstoppable to be really true to yourself that reclaim that personal power that we talk about and really be true to yourself listen to yourself as much as you can no
1: one will truly know what is best for you other than yourself Mm -hmm. and that's not to shut your ears down because I have an incredible team around me that amplify me but I always if I feel that I'm leaning on them too much or I feel like there's an attachment too much I withdraw because Mm -hmm. I need that to myself you will always know what's right for you the most that's so important because you will never be able to work or sell someone else's dream like you will sell your own yeah so you can't you have to make decisions for you finally even if you it could be risky even if it's more safer Start always come back to you that's one thing two is like challenge everything Mm. challenge everything I used to challenge everything as a child and everyone like gaslit me everyone like wanted to push me down and be like no Laura that's not the the way that life is I'd be like why why can't it be (laughs) why why can't on a Tuesday I just like go and to get the train to brussels why you know and obviously you know i know that limitation is there's an energy money there but mm-hmm. challenge yourself challenge yourself challenge yourself to say i know that i'm supported i know that if this money cut goes out it's going to come back in i don't know how yet but i i challenge everything and um, mm-hmm. that i would say really challenge yourself if you're on the cusp of doing something that you you know you think about a lot I always say it's like the wine stress test for me it was when I used to have like a glass of wine and I'd think I'd love to be doing that or I wish I was doing that I feel like mm. that's when the inhibitions if for anybody that just drink alcohol um, it could come from a different space for you um, and yeah. that's where it like it almost like highlights what you truly love or truly want or what you're you know what you're and listen to that listen to that you'll get where you need to get to quicker um, and just enjoy the process third one enjoy the process being limitless um is a game of taking risks and and, and challenging yourself and be, and listening to yourself so you have to enjoy the process you have to get used to finding happiness in the present it's nowhere else so mm. what, what how i can how can i give you that by by just saying that is gratitude gratitude is a practice mm. but even on your darkest days When you practice gratitude every day really in whatever way it is you haven't got you haven't got to buy a journal you haven't got to do these things but whatever it is make sure you do it you could just be walking it could be a could be a routine you get on the way to the bus or in your shower in the morning what am i grateful for today that i've got legs to be in the shower What am I grateful for today that I'm, you know, like some days it's that some days it's that I've just made 20 grand today. And that's beautiful. And that's okay as well, you know, because that offers me a vehicle to do more in my business, to work more towards my vision, my purpose and have lovely things. We're allowed all of this stuff. Um, But as I say, on the days when it feels tough, gratitude is incredible, because if you're still breathing, there is Mm. something to be grateful for
0: when we are grateful even in the darkest of hours or when we are not quite there yet there's always something that you've got someone else doesn't have you can say i'm grateful for my heart for my lungs for my eyes Someone might not see and be blind and you know there's always something that you can be grateful for and that's probably the easiest is to go it's like okay i'm grateful that my body is functioning and is supporting me that I can walk that I can see that I can breathe I have food on a table that's more than a lot of people it's so
1: true you know and I think this is the thing and again it's all part of this fast-paced constant Mm. need for more or like lots and lots but um happiness isn't anywhere else other than in the present moment
0: Absolutely. And I think that's what's problem with a lot of us. We live either in a past reminiscing, oh, because that happened then, then I can't do it. And I was like, why that happened like 20 years ago. And you're still living from sure. that story that happened 20 years ago, or we live in a future. Whoa, well, but I don't know what will happen, but if I do this, then what about this? It's like, were well, you basically projecting that into the future. Life yeah. happens now. Mm the sudden intention and
1: all of our head that's if you're doing Mm. that guys and you're listening to this get out of your head that's all head to face because what you what you're doing is it's the ego the mind is there to protect us so it's basically like everything of of an optimism positive thing you think of they're going to tell you the reasons why you shouldn't be doing it your head's going to tell you the story of why this is a bit dodgy because it's there to protect that's Mm. that's you know it's the, the it's the primal um Function of the brain is to protect. Yep. So you just understand that. But again, we go back to pausing and write it all down. Write it down and really write it down. You know, like as you say, like don't don't write it from the past and write it into the future. I always say to my clients, you're going to Z. We need to start at ABC. Stop going to Z. You mm-hmm. know, you say when people go into that place of going, well, I'd love
0: this, but how is that even possible? You but you only that. need to know the next step, not the next twenty. Exactly. what is my next step and forget about the rest I will come because that just overwhelms you okay this is your goal this is where you're okay, okay what is the thing first thing so that I really need to do and focus on this one step true. at a time
1: and that is why a lot of people get overwhelmed with business as well because they just think well I have got a business degree I haven't I haven't got a business degree and I teach business come on do you know what I mean? it's like mm. <clears throat> like nobody You know, as you say, it's just one step. If it's from your heart, it's from your passion and you're really new at this, just one step, write one thing down. Maybe you find the courage at some point to start a free social media platform where you just talk about the thing you like. Mm -hmm. Don't even worry about how that's going to be a business yet. Just start talking about it or start creating content around it.
0: Because I think if we are too much up in our heads and we get overwhelmed about how are we going to get there, we are missing actually the beauty of energy and universe delivering more than we can even thought of because things happen in my life I would never ever thought of that if you ask me when so I left Poland when I was about 21 so even a year before I left have you told me that I would leave Poland and the things that I did I'll be like yeah right okay good joke but <laughs> now go I love that so, you never know what's waiting for you around the corner.
1: You don't know. And I think that's why I always say, if you feel like you're 20% out of your death, that's a good place to be because it's where you start coexisting with the universe.
0: Yeah. The universe
1: truly knows that you're surrendering, you're trusting, and then they'll support. It, it is, and it, it takes time, that's practice. And you might not you know, believe in law, attraction and things like that, but um, you can't deny energy.
0: Yeah, but when we're there. too much in our head, we're cutting that magic because... I knew that I'm going to leave Poland and travel. How? That was like beyond even my imagination because I was in a place when that was just literally, as far as I was concerned, minus 100% possible. But I knew I will. And it came from a place I would never, ever have guessed it would. And I'm still like kind of blown. Love that. But I knew that I'm going to leave. But how? I was beyond me. I just knew that will happen. And I was in a place like at the bottom of the bottom (laughs) of the barrel, scraping. So everything is possible. Evelina, honestly, that you should
1: share that story more and more and more because that's really like powerful and it is so true. It's so, so true. And, you know, like some of my clients well, one of my clients wrote me a testimony once said that I was a white witch. And I was like, I'm not, I'm just teaching you the universe. But like, when they truly believed and stepped into that, and she done the same. And she was like, I've lived in the same place for 10 years, and never, ever had anyone connected to me in what I love and I'm passionate about. And since you've made me do these small steps and trust and believe and go for it. Mm
0: -hmm. I've had
1: all these people around me. She's like, I just can't get my head around it. But that that truly is what it is. But you have to you're not going to find it in a comfort zone you're not going to find it in the safety zone you have Mm -hmm. to you know I often think that too it's funny like people like to believe in the universe when it's going in their favor
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh (laughs) you know the journey is not easy because along the journey I encountered hardship and difficult situations and pain but setting an intention is so powerful. And I yes. didn't even know what I was doing back then. But I set an intention and left it to the universe to deliver. That's amazing. And that's so true. That's exactly it. That's exactly that sweet
1: point, isn't it? Of true belief.
0: And try small. Like even with a parking space. Just like, okay, I my intention is to have a parking spot exactly where I want, right outside that shop. And just leave it. Yeah.
1: Oh, 100%. Do you know what? It's so funny. I made a video on that once because um, I went and saw, I quickly before we leave, so know we're a bit running over. I um, went to see my family in Bournemouth and um, it's a really, really busy seaside town in the UK for anyone listening. And um, it was a really hot day in the UK and all my family were like, oh, well, they were really trying to overcomplicate the process. <laughs> they were like, yeah. we're going to park seven miles away and walk the whole thing because there'd be no parking in town. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, that's your belief system. That's not mine. I'm driving today. So um, take me to the busiest car park. No, I said, take me to the closest car park to the sea. Mm-hmm. And they went, what, the one that's always full? And I went, yeah. And they was like, okay, Laura. And I was thinking, come on, universe, you've got to back me up in." <laughs> I was like, it'll be fine. I was like, you know, I was like, yeah, I will get a space. Anyway, I went all the way to it and it still said full leveling outside it said full and they went you want to go into the car park that says full the the full car park that's got a space I went yeah and I swear to you I drove in and there was a space and they nice. were like yeah. you know but the thing is this is it it's like we we spend so much time thinking about all the obstacles and we waste so much time thinking about all the what-ifs all the obstacles all the things that won't work in our favor we just we we just we've forgotten to just dig deep into our souls our intuition and that moral belief and just believe and try just try always think what's the worst that can happen if you're still safe nothing yeah that's it
0: well the best can happen you know
1: sudden intentions
0: like what is the best that can happen to me yeah anyway but I can talk to you (laughs) but we ran over it was Really, uh, truly pleasure talking to you, Laura. Oh, you too.
1: Uh, Thank you for having fantastic
0: me. Fantastic conversation. And I hope the everyone else that is going to listen to this episode is going to take a lot of gems out of here because I think there is a lot of really important truth gems, truth bombs <laughs> uh, in this episode. And I see everyone next uh, week. Thank you for listening. If you found value in this podcast, I would like to ask you to leave a positive review explaining how this episode helped you to improve your life. I ask you to do this because this will help other people to improve their lives as well. Share and spread the love all around you. Raise your vibrations to improve your life if you would like more transformational content like this, connect with me on Instagram. You can find a link in the description of this podcast and I'll see you over in the next episode.